This is the Travel Marketing Podcast, brought to you by Propelic, bringing you the news and insights and what's working and not working in today's competitive transportation and tourism landscape. From emerging brands to the most established professionals, these lessons of intelligent marketing will help your marketing plan travel further. Hey, Travel Marketers, Brennan here from Propelic. I just wanted to thank you for joining in for our third episode of the Travel Marketing Podcast. Today, we're going to be interviewing Ryan O'Grady. Ryan is the president of PhotoFlow. It's a photo and video software that delivers guest memories to increase referral and repeat bookings for experienced businesses to think tours and activities, and he has a wealth of knowledge when it comes to travel marketing. So uh, with all that said, here we go. All right. Hey, Ryan, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm super excited for our conversation. So I real quickly, I think the origin story of how we met is is interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you speak at Arrival at the conference? I did. Yes. And I talked about referral and repeat marketing strategies, but uh, you had reached out prior and then we had like a quick meeting and then we met at Arrival. I think you were... Um, you're buzzing at arrival. You're buzzing in Vegas. You had like a lot. You had a lot of a lot of stuff going on. You're back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to tell some of the stories from that <laughs> okay. conference. Um, a couple of tidbits. Um, one. Let's see. I, my phone was stolen off of a cash in machine at the casino. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. What else? I somehow like woke up and there was like a half consumed bottle of whiskey sitting outside of my room that I have no idea how I got there. I'm going to continue to claim that it was not me. Okay. <laughs> Damn. That was, you were on the same floor as me or not? No. That, oh <laughs> goodness. Yeah. That could have been it. <laughs> so yeah, we did meet through Arrival, which is a really cool, I, I mean like that's your audience, right? And that's, I think who's the people that their audience is going to benefit most from our conversation today, because we're going to be talking about refer and repeat. We're going to be talking about what's working for, tour operators and activities. So real quickly, before we do that, tell me about PhotoFlow. What is it? What are you trying to do? What's your vision and mission? Yeah, like, you know, our vision is much bigger than like, I would say PhotoFlow, where, you know, really, we believe that every business in the world that provides an experience worth remembering should be, you know, actively capturing memories and gifting them to their customers. Um, You know, we believe, obviously, that we have the best I suppose, tool or product to gain benefit from that. But I think that the vision is is much bigger and broader than our platform. I, I just believe that when we add service, like when we help people remember meaningful life experiences, like moments that, you know, really people have invested in these experiences to leave with a memory. It's important to them. They may want to remember this experience that they invested in more than anything else that they did on their vacation or summer. And a brand and business does that actively, right? When they do that as service, it it increases the perceived value of the experience itself. It changes the way we think about the operator or business that's providing that experience when they do that on behalf of us and they help us do that better, right? Because the business owner, chances are they can capture a better memory. They may have done this experience a couple of times. Yeah, once or twice. (laughs) But then also I'll close by saying when we as a brand and business capture a memory, that memory isn't fleeting anymore. It isn't something that people will consume and share for moments after, but but maybe for the rest of their life. Because what we can do is is, is remind people of meaningful life moments that really in, in perpetuity and quite frankly become even more valuable to the consumer over time that then leads to obviously great opportunity and repeat visitation, but people will continue to refer months and years after they originally visited the business. Yeah. So 
everything is born out of a, there's an, not everything, but most things are born out of a, there's something missing in the market or things aren't being done right. I mean, for us, it's, it's a matter of, okay, SEO is based on best practices everywhere we go. Let's bring data to the picture and redo it and make it right. What are you trying to make right? What is the, the fundamental flaw that we're fixing here? Yeah, I think the number one thing is that like we're already doing the work. Everybody, like every business, and that's why I said like every business that provides an experience worth remembering, if the consumer doesn't get a memory, if they don't get a photo or video of that experience, it's like it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So everybody is like doing this already. But the point is your chances are most people are doing it with the customer smartphone. They're being asked day in and day out. They're handling 10 different phones on every tour. And then when we provide those memories, maybe somebody consumes and share those. And But like how many people are including the brand? Yeah. How many people are saying where they went? And then maybe Facebook reminds them or some other TikTok, whatever, any social network or Google Photos or whatever. Maybe they send them that memory six months or a year from now, but it's to the exclusive benefit of those platforms. See, when a business actively does that, when we say, you know what, we're going to help our customers remember this. And we're going to do that forever. You know, when we make that decision, it adds service, it increases value, it creates better relationships between the staff and the people that are at the experience, it leads to better tips. And then it leads to an incredible marketing opportunity where we're reaching new like audiences through every social network. So I guess what we're solving is like, is that active part when we say, you know what, we can help people remember these things forever. And by doing so, everyone wins. Yeah. That makes sense. And, you know, I guess that's, you're doing that for the end consumer, but from the tour operator side, like, let's not even talk about PhotoFlow. Let's, let's broaden this up and talk about tour operators who, who are primarily, you know, in this conversation, probably going to benefit most from that. What is the marketing need and justification for, for taking photos for your customers, regardless of if they use PhotoFlow or whatever it is? Well, let's face it. Like, you know, everything's being diluted, right? Our direct bookings, you know, like we're, we're competing against our, our organic SEO. And you know this, you're competing against like OTAs, your organic listing. Like I've seen it compete against your paid digital, your paid listing, you know? And I think like, obviously like where I'm going with it is that referral bookings and repeat bookings, they cost less and they're more valuable. And people that refer are also more likely to return and they're more likely to book direct. And like in even small incremental improvements, most businesses, it's crazy. Like I know we work with a lot of destination businesses and they think, well, it doesn't matter. Like I can't get people to return or I can't get my customers to refer. They're like, you know, I'm in Hawaii and they're from Japan. But what our data shows is that over time, people continue to share memories from past continue to reach new like audiences and continue to send referrals back to that business. And so once again, you know, if we can increase our referral bookings and repeat bookings, that's going to increase our gross direct bookings. And ultimately it's going to benefit us. And yeah, so, you know, that's my goal. Like, so why are we capturing memories? It's to generate qualified leads, whether that be referrals through earned media, you know, user generated content or whether that's to turn our past customers back into qualified leads that are going to return to our business and, and enjoy the same experience again, which many people do when they go to Hawaii or some other offering that we have as an, as an operation. Yeah, and then obviously, you know, moving into like a broader conversation about marketing strategy and how this this works with social media, what, how do, especially through 
the pandemic, for instance, which I am about ready to say this is the last time I'm going to say that word. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's hope so. Yeah. Let's talk about that experience, right? And talk about where video, where photo, where experiential photos played a role from a social standpoint in marketing for tours and activities through that time. How did photo play into that? Yeah, great question. Yeah, like like everybody, and this isn't a unique story, but we lost the majority of our customers within a two week period. And it's always been about like how can we serve, right? Like what can we do to to help people? Kind of early lesson in as a business owner, like that's your focus. And so we decided, you know, the best thing that we could do was develop an entirely new feature that allowed our customers to send like one time campaigns that included like photo memories through email and text to their past customers, but it would also allow them to include new media. So like whether new photos, videos, or different form, whatever in, in that message. And so what we sent was like, we helped all of our clients, whether they were still subscribers or had canceled because of the pandemic, send like a message of, of just pure goodwill and thanks to their past customers. So they were like, Hey, like while, so when the shit hit the fan and everybody was like locked down, they received an email of a meaningful life moment, something that they, you know, went ziplining in Hawaii or even a wine tour or a food tour. And then what was included as a surprise was a video from the actual owner just saying, thank you. You know, like, Hey, we just, we're dealing with this too. We appreciate you. We want you to know we're thinking about all of our customers. We value you and we just want to say thank you. And we, and there's good times ahead, you know, and the goodwill from that, like obviously the conversions, it was like, we got 130% open rate and something like 30 some odd percent click rate on those. So people are opening it more than once, forwarding it to their friends. But I think what it opened up for us was like, So the point of why do we create media, right? And of course, you can create media for your purpose of paid digital advertising, or you can continue to create media for the channels of which you own, you know, your website, your social channels, your TikTok. But it's hard for businesses to do that through every social channel and new channels that will emerge. Or as as Facebook reduces the organic reach, you can get through their platform, right? Like that is the name of the game. Yeah. And so what we learned was really around like why we create media. Um, and like my focus is in that earned media category, right? Like how can we gain media benefit that's, that's, you know, isn't something that we control necessarily. It's not our social channels. It's not our website. It's our consumers or influencers or PR, like, you know, user generated content reviews. And I kind of opened our eyes when we realized that we can tell a story long after the experience. Like even though people visit once, there's a story to be told and a way to engage with past customers at a time that makes sense to them. So rather than us as a business sending one a one-time campaign to generate gift cards, which are important, don't get me wrong, that may work for a lot of people, but rather than that, we personalize our communication to the customer when it makes sense to them and include content around their experience with our brand, right? And then allow them to continue to consume and engage and share based on when it's important to them. And so that was a philosophical change that we learned through the pandemic. Yeah, I think that there's a couple things in there that I want to come back to. Number one, serving your customer through anything that's not ideal for everybody is the right way to go, however you can do it. I know that was not fun for anybody in our industry. The other couple of things you mentioned, number one is you talked a little bit about channels. You mentioned Facebook, and I want to get into that. So you work with a lot of tours and activities, right? That's kind of your world. So tell me a little bit about what is working and what's not working in that space as far as marketing goes. 
I'll give my perspective because you would know better than me. Like, let's be real. Like, I'm not a marketing agency. That's not my focus. Like, I understand. I think most people understand that there's three main categories of marketing media and, and channels, right? We have our paid media, um, like I reference our own media, the things that we control in our earned media. And and really, that's like my focus is in that category of marketing media, earned media. But the reason why I've been narrow in that category is, first of all, there's so much that we can do within that, but it performs better, right? Like any earned media that we get. So like, for instance, we take a photo of somebody, they share that on any social media platform and people see that and it includes our brand. It's more trusted. So it's better. It's better messaging than anything we could ever create through any paid digital channel or any own media. It's more trusted because it's coming from somebody that they know and trust and it converts better. Those two things are proven. So it's more trusted converts better. So my, my area of focus is in earned media. And I think like, of course, influencer marketing presents exciting opportunity where we have, of course, people that have influence and suasion over a large audience. But I think like my focus is on the influencers that are within our sphere of influence already. You know, the people that day in and day out will reach our target audience with the best message you know, and the broadest, quite frankly, and do that day in, day out, over and over and over. And those are customers, right? And so, and when we talk about customers and channels, like most often, I know there's this focus on TikTok and we need to be on TikTok. You need to create content on TikTok. To be frank, wherever our customers share their media, they're reaching our target audience because their friends and family, the people that have the same interest, means, and ability to go to that business are going to be within the same social channels that they're active within. And so like for our platform, like we don't limit sharing to just TikTok or just Facebook or just, you know, people can share through whatever channels that they want because ultimately where they share, they're going to reach new audiences with the best message that converts the best, you know? So, so really what I would suggest to answer your question kind of point blank is that it's all about getting our customers to share media. That's the absolute best channel. And it really doesn't matter. Like it, we don't have to narrow focus to one specific social channel because when people are consuming authentically and sharing and reaching new audiences with an authentic endorsement of our business, it doesn't matter what channel because like I said, they're reaching like demographics. Okay, got it. You know, one of the things that popped into my mind is there are tours and activities that that are selling photos after, right? And that is a revenue line item because I know when I do Skytrek in Costa Rica, sorry, I did a very, very consumerist, large, <laughs> um, large torn activity and supported the video. Oh, that's cool. Uh, but it was fun. Um, I, yeah. I paid more for the photos after than I paid for the ticket, right? So I guess a little higher level where does this belong on a PL? I mean, because we're taking a revenue item and moving it to a marketing item. Is it a marketing item where? For the most part. Yeah. Like to be fair, there'll always still be a market for that. Right. And that's where we started. Like the original idea was like just to create a technical solution that would allow businesses to sell photos and we would generate residual income from that. But I quickly, out of shit luck, we developed a web app way back in 2010. We were seeing how people were, were consuming share media. And I decided the way that I could help people the most would be to gain the benefits of that user-generated content. And, and then people challenge that. They're like, I don't care about what my customer, I don't even want to be on Facebook in 2010. Like, I don't care. Like, just tell me how to sell photos, right? And I'm like, yeah, but pay attention to what people are doing with their content. They're like, don't give a shit. 
Tell me how to sell photos. So the way that we've evolved, obviously, and I think there's always a fit, but it comes down to this. Like if photo sale revenue is more important to you than referral and repeat bookings and sell photos, right? Like maybe you're a zipline, the zipline Niagara Falls where, you know, all you have to do is, is animate the experience. Like you send people down the zip line and people will just walk up and book. Maybe you're in Costa Rica and you have agreement with a cruise ship and it's like 55,000 people are going to show up at your door day in and day out sell photos. But if, if you believe referral and repeat business are more important to you and our data can show like when you exclude the people that don't buy from gaining the measurable benefits that we can track, it's an easy decision to give away the media. And ultimately our revenue model, the reason why I say this, I'm not prejudiced based on how we price our solution. It's a fixed cost, whether you sell or give it away. Like you can, you can continue to sell photos if you want, but the reason why I want to share that bit about Photoful is because like we just know the data proves you should be giving away. And guess what? Like when your direct competitor does and you're a business that's selling photos, you're a rafting offer operator in Colorado that's that has a guy still running SD cards on a bike from place to place. When your competitor starts giving away photos and starts marketing that, where customers know the difference between this experience and the other is that guess what? I'm not paying twice as much as the experience for my memories. When you start as a business promoting, we want you to remember this experience. It's free. You know, we are going to include this. Um, it's a differentiator that, and we've seen that where businesses have had no choice. They had to give away photos because they were second to market that, right? So, yeah. So since you, you mentioned, I mean, you're talking about PhotoFlow. This is a perfect, perfect, easy transition for me to ask a couple more questions about it. So this could also be helpful. We have some people who listen to this that are more B2B and B2B SaaS even um, in the travel and tourism space. So perhaps this could be interesting. But sure. how do you, I mean, you have some content on your site, right? And the world I live is in is SEO. So I always love hearing this and asking this question. But how have you decided what you're going to publish on your site? On our site, yeah. Um, geez, that's a great question. And it's a challenge, right? Like, like especially with SEO, man, because yeah. like we're a marketing service and we're a photo service. <laughs> like it's, you know, Google photo service, Google marketing service, like, you know, it's so competitive, right? To achieve like keywords and, and it's weird for us. So I guess starting back, like what we have is we've identified and, you know, I'm just wide open, like, we identified really there's two types of buyer personas that could value what we provide. And one person is somebody that's just looking for an easy photo solution, maybe to sell photos. And they're just looking to like solve that problem because people are doing that. And the other is somebody who's involved as maybe a director of marketing or has a, has a challenge where they want need to drive more qualified leads. And so we looked at those two buyer personas really like hammered out exactly what they're looking for. What are their needs? What are their challenges? And then we did keyword research around each of those those buyer personas, right? And then we identified, uh, and I'm kind of, you know, I'm stepping a bit on my lane because we have a director of marketing, Brent Taylor is really effective at this, but looked at obviously the top keywords that we feel we could win, you know, through more effective content creation. And then, and then obviously uh, we have a content creation strategy, you know, to increase our like domain authority, obviously, to to be ranked higher when people are searching for those specific keywords. So there's, I think there's like five, maybe five very specific keywords or a combination of keywords that we're trying to own. And then, um, and then all of our content creation surrounds those. It's very intentional to win those, those keywords. And so organic is, is big for us. Um, obviously, events and trade shows are big because 
everybody we talk to, like the light bulb goes off. They're like, oh my God, like, you know, I, this is like, yeah, of course, you know, capture photos, turn those into leads. That's amazing. But like, <laughs> nobody's searching for that. Nobody's like, you know, cause we pioneered it. Right. So it's like, we have to introduce it to people that may not have been expecting that. It makes perfect sense. Well, I, I appreciate you. I know that the, I was just curious. I wanted to go down that route a little bit, but back to kind of our broader conversation for tour operators. I know that Arrival, which is the conference we attended, did some research with Focusrite and put out data on travel returning and uh, when that's supposed to happen. But we're kind of in a, well, not kind of, we're actually in a decreasing GDP recessionary environment. And a good number of economists think next year we're going to be further into that. So what do you see in travel behavior? You work with a lot of tours and activities and whether it be sharing or the actual bookings, what have you just noticed? Yeah. You know, of course, as soon as you make your future prediction, you're on the line. It's like, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm going to eat my words. But, you know, I was pretty bullish on this last year. Like, I think Bruce from Arrival put out a survey and right when Omicron hit, you know, it was like January. I, I might have been like the lone person going like, I'm bullish. Like, I think it's going to be a big year, you know. And and I guess the reason for that optimism is is partly what we see through our platform. And and what we've researched for years, which is obviously, this is rhetorical, but, you know, people are spending more on experiences than they are things, you know, but I think, and that's across all demographics, right? But I think what the pandemic taught us is that experiences like prior to the pandemic, you know, there's no limitations, right? We could go and do and travel and spend time whenever and wherever we wanted, but it was taken away from us, you know? It was taken away from us and people realized that, and especially like when we send those campaigns with past life moments, like how it resonated with people was different. And um, I think people value experiences and realize that, you know, the experiences that we create with our loved ones are probably the most important thing that we need to invest in. And it's because, in, yeah. because they could be gone, you know, it could be, it could be over. And regardless of economy, like it, we're talking more about, relationships and family, you know, and legacy. Right. And so I'm still bullish. Like I'm, I'm really bullish on the experiential economy because, because it's, it's people, if they're going to do anything, they're going to invest in, in something that creates a memory with the people that they love because it's a, it's a legacy for them. And that's why moments like even photos and these videos that we capture people are more important than ever before. And we're just seeing such strong demand I'm not optimistic in the general economy. Like I think there's a lot of negative signs, but I just, I don't see it having the same effect on the experiential industry just because of the changes and how people want to create experiences and invest in experiences. Yeah. So that, that's great to hear. I've personally, I know nobody asked me, but I've personally been of the mindset that we've actually watched industries decline over the past three months. We're in the beginning of December now. And travel is not yet. I don't, I mean, and part of that is attributed to the buying life cycle for travel and tourism. That's, you know, right now it's gifting season and people are buying all the experiences as gifts, but it's <laughs> there, there, if there's an industry that needs to stay alive, this is the one. And, and speaking of that, we're talking about trends broadly. Are there any trends across the board, anything that you see tour, tour operators doing that's not necessarily marketing related and just anything that you think is interesting going on in this space right now? Yeah. Like hyper-personalized remarketing to existing customers. Like I think, um, like on average, like I'll, I'll just throw out 
something because i think it's in, in, interesting because people like hear it and they're like well that doesn't make sense but like i think we get like 124 open rates on all of our remarketing emails and like 26 click rates on average like so that's like we send people their memories month after they visited and how do you get over 100 like they they're opening more than once they're sending it to their friends and and that's on average like hundreds and hundreds of thousands and if not millions i should say now but but i think you know, I think that there's just so much more with that. Like, I, I don't want to give away some of the things that are product specific because they're just like, there's so much opportunity and value, but, and those are kind of like things that we've developed and we we're planning to do. But I think there's just so much that we can do to personalize the way that we communicate with our customers. And I see a big shift that's going to happen in, like I alluded to earlier, rather than like, okay, I have a goal and I want to sell gift cards. And rather than like sending a campaign in November because it's important to me and my time as a business owner owner operator to sell gift cards, you know, communicating with my customers at a time that was meaningful to them, like sending them their photo memories on their birthday with a thank you from the guide and including a, a, a gift card, an opportunity to buy a gift card you know, I just think is going to convert, like, well, I'm, I'm certain, and I think the data already shows it's going to convert better. So I think that just what that I'm talking about is just, you know, really communicating with our customers, with our target audience, based on timing and medium, like channel, obviously, that are important to them, timing when it's important to them, and channels that are important to them, and less you know, big, broad campaigns that are driven based on a quarterly goal. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, obviously there's a big transition there, but that's kind of where I see things going. I appreciate the insight. It's always interesting to hear from someone who's deeply involved in the industry what's going on because we span across all travel. We're not just with tours and activities and, and you're mostly in that, that space, right? Mm-hmm. We believe that there's just a much larger fit where really every business that provides an experience worth remembering. Like if you're a business and you provide an experience that your customers want to remember, you should be actively capturing that memory, you know? And so obviously we believe we're the best tool for that. So outside of tours and activities. Yeah, like once again, like I have to be careful with, (laughs) but like even if you're a hotel, right? Like if you're a restaurant and somebody's there for their birthday, if people are taking photos at your business, if people are there and you see people day in and day out taking photos of themselves at your business, <laughs> like that's a cue. You should be doing that for them. Okay. So yeah. 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 So. Hotels, tours and activities. What are a couple of others? I'm so curious. We'll have to not record some of the, the verticals that I, <laughs> that, we're, that we're targeting, but no, it's like, of course, hotels. Um, I think there's a, there's a really big fit for uh, like, obviously restaurants. I know that, Every time that I'm celebrating an event and moment that's important to me, I'm typically going out to a restaurant and having a great meal with people that I care about. And these are great opportunities, obviously, to, to where brands and businesses can capture those memories and then engage with their customers long term when they do. Very cool. Well, other than all of that, which I appreciate all your insight and thoughts, um, what would you like people to know about Photoflow or you or, or whatever? This is your time to share anything important. Thanks, man. Well, I appreciate that you're doing this. And I feel like even halfway through, you're like, nobody's ever asked me this question. I should have like started turning the, the tables on you because like, 
obviously you're like a wealth of knowledge and like I, it's funny because i'd answer questions i'm like oh i wonder what brennan thinks you know <laughs> like well, like i wanted you to respond to some of the questions so i don't know maybe that's like the one thing but i guess you'll have to start a podcast and have me on it that's the only way you'll find out oh yeah yeah i missed that um with photoflow I, I will say because a lot of that we i talked about is fairly abstract right it's like kind of like big picture vision i will say just like quickly how our product works like we have a like we do two things. We make it like completely automated and simple to provide everyone with a memory. So we have to make it as as foolproof, like as simple and automated, quick and easy, so that it's easier than grabbing somebody's smartphone. And that's what we've done. So we have integrations with all the major res tech. So photos get automatically uploaded, automatically text and email to the customers. Like it's so simple. Anybody can use it on their smartphone. But then the second thing that we do is really gain the benefit of what people are doing with their media, right? They're going to consume, they're going to share, they're going to reach new like audiences. And not only do we empower that and we allow that to happen, include the brand in every way, but we measure that impact, right? So that we can understand what your customers are doing to market your business, quite frankly, better than any any marketer can when all of your customers are reaching your target audience. So if there's anybody like there's speaking about PhotoFlow, like we we have the we make it super easy to capture memory, whether photo and video and have that delivered. And then the second thing is gain the benefit of, of what can happen. And, and really what's interesting about PhotoFlow is that it compounds in value over time. So as we continue to capture memories, people today, tomorrow, well, we're also, our system is automatically sending people their memories from months or years ago and engaging with them. And what happens is people continue to, not only is that the best way to get people to return, but they'll continue to consume and share and reach new audiences like and as time passes, it actually becomes even more valuable. So it's um, so it's quite exciting when you think about year in and year out the equity that you gain when you capture memories. Like, and and when you also think contrarily that every memory I don't take is a missed opportunity. We've got just one more question, and it's the most important question: Where are you traveling next? Ooh, Puerto Vallarta. So, oh, Canada, and then I, I'm from Canada. Mm. I live in Illinois, so I'm going home for Christmas. You can hide the Canada one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I love where I live. Like, I love Canada. It's 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 beautiful. But um, but Puerto Vallarta. So, uh, a close friend of mine moved from Guadalajara to Canada. They have a place in Puerto Vallarta, and we're. We're going to go down and we're, I think we're talking about going up to Guadalajara, which I'm super excited about because that's where my friend grew up and kind of, you know, went to school. And so, yeah, 10 days from December 31st to uh, January 10th. Can you tell I'm excited? Just a little bit. I'm, I'm excited for you. I wish I could be there yeah. <laughs> um, extending myself an invite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that this was great. Thank you so much for coming on, Ryan. I really appreciate it. If anybody wants to connect with you, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, photoflow.com, but like Ryan at photoflow.com. It's just my name. Um, you know, if anybody wants to contact me directly too, like, you know, you can call our general number and I'm extension 10. You know, I'm happy to speak to people. I love this. Obviously, I'm passionate about this, but. Look at that. Accessible beyond words. I love yeah. it. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate it. I let you get back to your day. It's good talking to you. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Like it's, it's a lot of fun. So thank you. For more empowering ideas, visit propelic.com.
We're on a mission to create more diversity and thought for the planet and dedicated to helping brands both large and small increase their reach through intelligent travel, transportation, and tourism marketing. P-R-O-P-E-L-L-I-C dot com. 